Hello, indeed. Welcome to us. Fuck it. I'm going to call it season seven, episode one of Rolling Dice Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been gone for like a month because uh, my scheduling has just been fucked. Yeah. I know, we've all been cursing your, your <laughs> scheduling, too. Yeah, uh-huh. August. To and the, you, behind your back. I mean, that's fine, yeah. Who Every is time that? you sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a decent amount has been announced, uh, including stuff that uh, I went to Gen Con, mm-hmm. as usual. Yep. I've seen a whole bunch of cool stuff. Lucky We you. did it because we're losers. Yeah, pretty much, man. You got to get on that you gotta expensive. Get on the Gen Con train. Right. Yeah, next year, man. Next year. Uh, so what do we want to talk about first? I mean, the big one is Space Marines. Space Marines. It's all everybody's been talking about. Yeah, all uh-huh. everybody talks about. Uh, yeah, all, they're pretty, all the Chaos players cry. Yeah. They're pretty damn dumb now. Well, <laughs> I mean, they've, they've always been. Well, now they just got better. Now they well, can. Now, before they were average, now they're dumb again. So, <laughs> now know. they just got the slew of special rules and they got they're the new. Really everybody has that dumb. bolter drill so that they can fire rapid fire at full well, distance. Well, that's pretty old. Yeah. I know, but now that that's official right. and included. But, um. Yep. Every all the all the Space Marine chapter tactics gained like a secondary ability. Yep. <laughs> Their new uh dreadnought that they got. Oh the, my uh, god. Baby carrier. The Invictor or whatever. No, it's not a baby carrier. It's, not a it's the thing that uh Ripley used to kill yeah. the alien queen. <laughs> that but thing it, it looks so fucking dumb. I actually like how it looks. Look, well, I would I would love it. I would love it if it was guard sized and there's a yeah, human inside. Paint, paint it up paint, just paint it up like a construction vehicle for, for Ripley. Apparently a tear gas is going <laughs> off into the fucking room. <laughs> um, just paint it up yellow, you know, construction vehicle and uh <laughs> Model Ripley in it. Model like Tyranids, uh, a, t- a big Tyranid creature yeah. for her to fight. Do you need a napkin? <laughs> Eric is currently trying not to. This is what happens when you uh, open a frozen can <laughs> of, of pop. We are being derailed, but this is too entertaining to not <laughs> comment on. <laughs> He's trying so hard <laughs> to not spill. Um, Still coming out. That's what she said. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> but, uh, no. Like, Anyways. Yes. Yeah. I, I love, though, the, the design thought into this because I'm sure I'm but sure it, a similar one happened with the with the Grey Knight one. Yeah, where with it's the Grey like, Knight. And, the, uh, and what Sisters of Battle have where it's like, all right, we're going to put you into this big armored vehicle. Well, all least, right. Great. Wait. Where's the front armor plating? No well, budget for at it. Least, <laughs> at least with the Sisters one, is meant to be because like, it's a punishment for right, the, them right. to be uh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna send you with this cool ass fucking armored exosuit. All right. Oh man, that does sound like. Oh, the catch is you're gonna be naked and there's gonna be no protection for you. Have fun. Right. It's like, oh, okay. So that that one I I'm fine with. This one, I mean, and then obviously and the gray white knight one. The, yeah, the dread knight. And he had to limit the armor because it's supposed to be stealthy. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's so stealthy, guys. And the reason the lore and the reason. Oh, just come on. And essentially, it just gets rid of like. I don't know. It just it, under, undercuts it, dreadnoughts, pretty much. Like, well, have you seen the rules for it? Yeah. So, yep. it, so oh yeah, so we, we can, can deploy. deploy nine inches. Yeah. And then oh, we can move ten inches. Yeah. And uh, oh look, now we have a two d six heavy flamer. 
Yeah, two d six heavy flamer on top of then our own slew of other little weapons, including a pistol heavy bolter. Yeah, yeah. have you seen that? Line? Yeah, it's I actually do got like a that. heavy bolter and it's, in a it, holster, and it looks like it's about to quick draw too. There's a bunch of memes about it already. Where it's there like, are, I actually this, like that. The, yeah, the memes are great. It it's like, high news. Yeah, pretty much. And really? like someone oh, fo- someone photoshopped where he has two heavy bolters. He's just like this. No, no, <laughs> that's an option. Oh, that is. Yeah, oh, because okay. it can go with. Double fists. Oh, that's fucking for, stupid. Never you know, mind. <laughs> even more fisting power. God damn it. Um, yeah. So, yep. So, it just. So, bring a couple of them. They show up. They get within an inch of the enemy. And then they just commence like, the massacre. Walkers inherently are stupid in 40k, just like as a, if you, as a concept. But at least with the dreadnoughts and sentinels, even to an extent. But even sentinels, I, I'm like whatever. But at least dreadnoughts are have a cool fucking fluff, like lore purpose. Like all oh, these battle brothers, these legendary battle brothers, so badass that they're still living and raging and sleeping when they're not raging, and they're inter- they're entombed this walker of death which right. on t- in tabletop rules just let really me takes. die no no <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they're even more pissed off but yeah they're so when bad. i wake up i'm going to crush your head they wake up and it's like where's his where is he where's brother you know Lamarty? <laughs> i, I need to crush him. his head he died like three centuries ago it's like damn it well i need to crush him so that, because that's exactly why we woke you up but i don't know i just this whole thing is just uh, Maybe maybe they also pitched it as, uh, you know, hey, who wants to be a dreadnought pilot? And some stations are like, ooh, me, me. It's like, great, here's your practice. <laughs> Get in here. It's like, where's the armor to protect my head? You are the armor that protects your head. It's yeah, so faith in the emperor. Yeah. Would you be happier if they added, like, a rule where a six to hit then hits the pilot? And <laughs> no, because that's such a dangerous precedent. <laughs> <laughs> People are already bitching about rolling for everything. <laughs> Why not? Um, it does degrade, weirdly enough. Like oh, it, it is oh, a dreadnought it has that has twelve, yeah, thirteen. Wounds. It has like thirteen wounds, so oh. it does degrade. How many do normal dreadnoughts? Have? Like eight. Yeah, hmm. but and it's only and it toughness is, six. And it is it is a much but, more fragile. But that walker. doesn't matter when you can be in close combat. Turn one. Right. right after unleashing, you know, a two d six heavy flamer, and then or auto cannons and heavy bolters and shit. Like, yeah. Well, it'd be stubbers. it'd be it'd be the flamer and some heavy stubbers and a heavy bolter, and then you get to go big iron on this. Yeah, then you get <laughs> oh to yeah, go and also sandwich. like a frag storm launcher or whatever. Oh yeah, on its back. Of course, because you know. I mean, that's just a d six grenade, and then thing, you yeah. have you know so stealthy, and then you have off, some you know. suppressors you know infiltrate with them, so they kill a guy in the squad, and then they can't Overwatch when yeah. you charge them. So dumb. Although chances are you'd rather charge a vehicle or something. Why not? Because that's strength fourteen. Three damage a piece, you know. Right. It'll, yeah, it'll go through uh, vehicles pretty quickly. Uh, they updated uh, drop pods to where they. I know where they needed to be. Yeah, so they're good yeah. again. But now it's just gonna be dreadnoughts, drop pods, spam all over again. Yeah. <laughs> they no, cannot find a balance. No, I don't know why. I know why. Because never mind. <laughs> oh, because they want people to get rid of their drop pods and then buy new drop pods when they become good again. I mean, I'm not saying that, but GW is GW. <laughs> yeah, I know that there's been a, a friend of mine at the Games Workshop. Herb, he's was he was you just going like you? Yeah, drop pods were garbage, but now they're good again. Yeah, <laughs> it's. it's it's, yay. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody was... I, that's how it was in the start of 8th edition, when reserves could just show up turn one and be nine inches away. And then it's like, that was too good for certain melee armies. So then they said, all right, only, you know, 
second turn onward. So then everybody was like, so it's the exact same as before, where again the gun lines just walt- waltz over everybody. <laughs> yep. Yep. And how, how much do dropouts cost now? Or- they, they, I think, I actually don't know if they've got a point decrease at all, but I know that their points were actually like a hundred or something, which was a little, ex- which was, sorry, it was extremely yeah. expensive for something that just shows up. Right. And again, it, now that it has to always still show up nine inches away, it can't just, I'm going to land yeah. on top of you and then just autocorrect. Yeah, autocorrect, of, yeah. Like, so that I'm a minimum of an inch away. Right. <laughs> I think for drop position, bring back scatter dice and everything and let you land on enemy units to cause hits. <laughs> That'd be dumb. No, then that's just the Forge World ones, which do do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, just no happy ground with uh, no. this, this, these reserves. Well, and, and then, I mean, uh, now, nowadays it doesn't really matter that much with it, but I remember back in the day, arguments about the doors, too. It's like, oh Jesus my fucking God. Christ. <laughs> oh. Well, because you would have some people who'd be like, I didn't open up the door so uh, this you can't see this guy yeah and it's like the door's open when yeah. it lands so d- d- did you face through the door your fucking yeah, neck around right. like <laughs> oh my god or did the doors even like count or something yeah. it's like could enemy models walk on those doors like, or gw waffled back and forth so much it's like which it works to sometimes advantage because like when nick wouldn't have it Honestly, what they should have done with the drop pots was it lands and then it counts as a piece of terrain then from that, that point that on. That would have been a good solution, but no. <laughs> no. Uh, Nick, because Nick would land his shit and then, you know, get out, and but he'd have the doors open, and it's like, well, I guess it's counted as a hall, so I'm just going to... Oh, I'm not targeting your visible units. I'm targeting your I'm targeting your drop pod doors right by your unit. So, oh, look at these... Uh, uh, how the blast templates are going yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at all my demo charges I'm throwing. Not at your invisible guys. Right. <laughs> I would never do that. <sighs> uh, but then, uh, again, like Eric said, then they've got those suppressors, so the jump guys that carry auto cannons. Yep. That if they kill a guy, and you probably will because they're auto cannons, yep. can't overwatch. Because reasons. And then they have a heavy they're support. They're suppressed. Yeah. Then they have the heavy support snipers squads. Yep. Which are dumb. Yep. Oh, look. If the sergeant doesn't shoot, then the, his two buddies get a plus one to hit and wound. And they also get hyperfang rounds, which was Radicate's special move. Hyperfrag. That's it. That's the worst. <laughs> Somebody said hyperfrag rounds, and I'm like, wasn't that Radicate's <laughs> signature attack? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, and then the big thing is all the uh, new, uh, you know, uh, chapter tactics yeah tactics that are just uh really i mean dumb. most of them stayed the same you know it's like uh salamanders still get to their one free re-roll for basically well, anything. no 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 and they then, all they kept all the old ones and then if you play just pure salamanders or whatever then you pick up these new tactics yeah in they, addition. Did, they did restrict it to where you so they're everything well, they're trying to discourage super no, well, salamander chapter tactic just says well it, no the, ignore it, ap1 and get the reroll. it's well, not if you're pure salamander no it was well, no there's a whole there's a whole thing now with the new book where in, if you're into your entire army so all detachments across all your detachments are angels of death or whatever then you get the for each each time it gets your special rules. So if, okay. you, but if, you have, if you have anything else like the loyal there too, then no rules for you. 
and which the is new good. special rules are dumb. Yeah, the new. And so it really does encourage really space marines to be pure space marines, but that doesn't. It still I think doesn't salamanders stop get ignore AP AP one, and they get a reroll. Iron hands get still have their six of feel no paint, and all their vehicles count their wound total as double for vehicles. Yeah, all for the purposes of degrading. Stuff. Ultramarines can fall back and still shoot at a minus one. At the same time, they also get a leadership buff. Uh, and, oh, isn't there also a thing, too, where it's like if a Space Marine squad doesn't move, then their weapons get, like, better AP or they count as not moving? No. There was a, there was a special rule now for, like, Space Marines where it's like, I forget which chapter, but if... They always count as like being stationary for the purposes of shooting. Probably Crimson Fist. They uh, they used yeah. to have the old uh, Bolter Drill, and then now everyone's gotten Bolter Drill. They probably gave them something yeah. else. Imperial Fists uh, still have ignore cover, and they got something else other than uh, their uh, reroll wounds on buildings because nobody fucking brings buildings. Right. Nobody brings fortifications. <laughs> right. I guess that's going to be the next thing that gets super buffed. His buildings, uh, yeah. Release a new book for like Cities of Death or whatever. They did. Which is they really did release fortifications. <laughs> they did release a board game as uh, a supplement for Cities of Death. Yep. Oh, but again, that's more ruins fighting rather than. Well, I'm just saying, release yeah. a new book for fortifications yeah. or whatever. Oh, it's seventh ed all over again. Planetary, <laughs> yeah. Planetary assault was where fortifications actually were. Yeah. Useful. Yeah. I that miss, was an interesting I miss, game. I miss Planet Planet Strike. Yeah, that was nice. That was my favorite game mode back in the day. I hate that game. Mode. <laughs> uh, for uh, one thing that I saw at Gen Con, which they showed off, they showed off a bunch of new new of the primaries models and stuff, which are super cool, obviously. Um, as much as I hate the fluff, I do like the models. <laughs> um, I didn't think ah, uh, you're one of the people that will just rather have. Uh, Space Marines all be retcon to be uh, look like that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, for I'm. I can be objective and say I hate everything about them, but I still like the way they look. But uh-huh. I'm not. I don't wish, wish that upon the regular Space Marines because I think regular Space Marines look better. Um. Uh, oh, so they showed off much of that, but then they also announced at Gen Con, Imperial Nato can Ernad. Uh, wow. Im- Use your words. Aeronautica Imperialis. There we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking made up words. I hate them. <laughs> and so this is based so this. I one, don't know. Wouldn't they? St- wouldn't you still get points for them in Scrabble if you used it? <laughs> <laughs> GW spelled <Scrabble>. Aeronautica. <laughs> it's like the fuck is the Aeronautica? I don't know. But it's, GW releases. I don't know, but it's provocative. <laughs> okay. Well, they already the have a monopoly. monopoly. Well, they but they, it's not theirs. It's it was like the publishers. Yeah. License. But anyways. Uh, so yeah, this was a game that was a specialist game back in the day. So alongside Battlefleet Gothic, Necromunda, and stuff, where it was dogfighting, but like X-wing scale. So it literally was kind of like the proto X-wing, and so it's take all your Thunderbolts, your Marauders, uh, every other aircraft that are in 40k, and then just shrink them down, and you have dogfights. <laughs> Um, so it was, it was super fun about the day because it's it basically like same kind of concept like X-Wings you choose your maneuvers and stuff um, just a little bit more advanced like in terms of like uh, gear you can put on and different like play I fire temporal bomb <laughs> what the fuck does that it resets us by one turn it's uh, different levels of play so like you could go like higher or lower and then engage you know aircraft it seems better. like it could be a lot of fun especially with the orc flyers 
Yeah. Um. The they just showed off. Um. They showed off original. Uh. We have no idea how what the release scale is going to be. Not just not the model scale, but the like depth of like what oh, armies are going to be. Right. But it's definitely not horse heresy. So because it, it, it's definitely orcs. Uh, so they did show off orcs and imperial guard first, or imperial okay. navy rather. Um, so they re- they showed off some marauders and thunderbolts, and then they showed off or bombers and fighter bombers and stuff like uh-huh. whatever you want to call them. Um, I didn't see the new flyers that orcs recently got. Well, I say recent quote, but like the oh scrap, yeah yeah whatever um, yeah the like mech, the yeah the mech flyer the and, mech flyer uh, yeah I didn't see those, but I'm assuming those are kind of a, probably I'm there's a there's a lot of fluff. A lot of fluff and a lot of in-game aircraft that that GW can produce or uh, specialist games for right. can produce. So. Yeah, uh, they did. Almost int- every faction has flyers. It really the flyers, like yeah. exception is like Tyranids who have like just the one Herodon right. flyer. I guess yeah. I guess then there'd be uh, the the harpies. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> could just introduce like a swarm system, like uh, uh, how our, uh, Star Wars Armada deals with fighters in a swarm. Like unless oh yeah, you could get a swarm of gargoyles, and so I just like their man. only purpose is to clog the <laughs> engines. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm super. I hope you paid for windshield wiper upgrades on your like, on your <laughs> right. uh, ships. Why would we splatter? <laughs> oh, we can't see. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for Tyranids, it's nothing but the spore mines. Yeah, that's the only that thing would probably. <laughs> so so, uh, how do they move? What do you mean? How do they move? They sit here, and eventually you're going to hit them. It's like I don't see how. Three turns later, how am I hitting these things? <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> uh, they are, and they actually introduced a new Thunderbolt variant. Uh, really? I don't know what's called yet, but it's a variant where it has two like. Uh, chain gun like mini guns oh, okay. on the front instead of like because normal thunderbolts have like the four Punishers. auto cannons yeah some some sort of punisher or like okay. some sort of variant yeah the, the normal thunderbolt it's had, like four like, auto cannons four auto cannons and, four auto cannons and two <laughs> <laughs> basically thunderbolts are the 40k out warhog yeah um so yeah i'm really interested because i mean uh you know i've had this discussion before and we were talking about a little bit uh off air about it it's like you know i so far I love everything GW is putting out so far. All the specialist games, games, even Apocalypse. I'm interested in and Kill Team. I'm interested in. I need to. I'm. I'm probably just gonna buy the Rogue Trader box and run Rogue Trader as my uh, Kill Team oh. because mm-hmm. because well, they're so fucking cool. <laughs> um, and like maybe build it back up, but um, I just don't like the regular 40k game for some reason. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully with the job that they're doing with all the specialist games that it continues and they do really well with guys I would love to play and I know Sam would I know we can get a lot of people to play it because a lot of people would like X-Wing or like the idea of X-Wing like a Dolphin game maybe not a fan of Star Wars and not as, as big as Star Wars but mm-hmm. you know you know the fucking nerds we're all starting oh, yeah. 40k so we have the right. 40k boner so it's like oh yes <laughs> my swarm of Thunderbolts and Val- Valkyries would defeat you Nope, sorry. Eldar vehicles. We're all mirages. We yeah. were never even part yeah, of the battle. <laughs> You've been actually shooting at yourself. Son of a bitch. Every time. <laughs> Within the stupid Necron ship. Yeah, we're one ship, but you can't destroy us, and every shot of us guts like two of your ships. Yeah. But there is... Also, also, we randomly just move faster than the speed of light, and, you know, several of your vehicles just blow up because we go through them. Yep. And uh, we're stronger. We're tougher than you are. Yep. Sounds about right. 
Necrons could honestly pull off that maneuver in Star Wars and then come out all right. Right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how big the scale is, I guess. Like, how many ships will be in, like, a standard army, and if they'll do something akin to, like, uh, how uh, X-Wing has epic, you know, an epic play where they up the points. It's, it's essentially their apocalypse, and then they have the giant ships like the Blockade Runner, the Inventor, right. and the whatever, the cargo. Yeah. Like, the crack. <laughs> I would about. love if they did so, Balthy Gothic again. We, That'd be great. Yeah. I'm hoping that let, if this does well, they're like, oh, people do love uh, air combat in 40K. Let's let's keep going and up the scale to yeah. Balthy Gothic. Right. But, uh, let's but, uh, make the models smaller, but then the things that they're representing bigger. It's... <laughs> and they introduce their Blackstone Fortress and everyone gets fucked. <laughs> That'd be a cool scenario. Fighting over a Blackstone Fortress well, I mean, or whatever. I mean, or more like fighting a Blackstone or Fortress. Fighting yeah. a Blackstone. Well, it, it, okay. I mean, you, it's, this, is, this would be a prime opportunity with the current fluff to introduce a box set that would be the Phalanx, uh, the Phalanx versus the Blackstone Fortress with that scale and then fucking all the ships in between. Because you know, because just give a call to uh, <laughs> GW marketing team. I really or do because it could tie into the, it, that'd be a direct tie into the current fluff in Battlefield Gothic, the video game, right? Yeah, and they still haven't gotten that. Alfie Gothic two. Yeah, well, you, that's because you've been stuck with uh, Dragon's Dogma yeah, again. Whatever. And I've we all and have I've to recent, go on our nostalgia. And I and I just got rehooked into uh, Dark Crusade. Oh, dude, I don't even want to talk about Dark Crusade. I'm still stuck on the last fucking race that I had to that I have to destroy. I have to destroy the fucking uh, Eldar, and there being so much fucking Eldar pansies about it. Get good, scrub. <laughs> I I did good. I was good, and then I didn't get good. I didn't get good again. Because <laughs> I was the guard, naturally. I killed. I knocked out the Necrons first. Uh, then Man, the, that's a tough one with, like, I know, early, I got lucky. early guard. Uh, I got lucky. I hate their mission right. with guard. No, 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 sorry. I knocked out, I knocked to Chaos out first. And then I, then because I got a good, pretty crazy good bodyguard going at that point, then I went on the trail of Necrons, and then... Uh, killed the Necrons. Then Space Marines was second to last, so it didn't, wasn't the so then Orcs, then Space Marines and Eldar, or maybe Space Marines and Tal. Eldar. Oh, Tal, Tal was yeah, Tal was I think it was like Tal Orcs or Orcs Tal Eldar, I think. And El, uh, Tal are so fucking annoying too because they're fucking stealth suits all, yep. and especially their mission where they like their stealth suits everywhere. Until so you had to constantly scan, but luckily, like at this point, I had the upgrade on my commander, oh, so he could also he could see. see. But the problem was, if he's in front, he's most likely to die first. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, shit." That's why you need those uh, psyker subcommands. The priest didn't see. Priest psyker's Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I. Oh, trust me. I had, I had advised about the wazoo. <laughs> yeah. So what? So yeah. What does uh? What does your imperial guard commander have? Just uh, three uh priests to to just go. All right, we're in combat. Prayer to yeah. be immortals. That one wears off. Prayer to yeah. be immortal. That one wears off. Prayer to be immortal. Pretty much. I'd always run two two priests and two commissar. No, a well, no, you can unlock uh, if you you can unlock eventually to get Casgrain sergeants Ooh. and your bodyguard. So oh. then just run two of those and two <laughs> two priests. So once you get a melee, they're just like, <laughs> and then everyone's immortal. So and then you know, and then by that point, you probably have power fist. So you you just right. rock them, sock them, robot. God, I love that game. I, there was one point I had, I would have. Uh, I, there's one point I, or I, I guess not at one point now I can get uh, two Vindicators in my retinue 
and my bodyguard. So I have okay. so in game I can have three. So I was like, so this is so this is like a modded version of the game. No, no. this is end game. This is Dark Crusade. Really? Yeah, because you just well for different races. Oh no! Oh, things. that's right. The bodyguard units. Dif- okay. Yeah, so you could, you can pay requisition at the yeah. beginning to start out with these. So you can get you know ogre and Kasserkin. I have like two Kasserkin squads, an ogre squad, a set a sentinel to. Basically, an army to start, so that way you can just yeah. start start a new mission stuff. and then go. Yeah, and so, and so it just gets to the point where like, oh, I see, a, oh, nice commander you have there. It'd be a shame if three vindicators just opened up and killed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can confirm now that Dark Crusade did remember your build. Yes. Which changed in Soulstorm. Soulstorm did not remember yeah. your yeah. builds. Could, you could build defensive structures, but they were just placed how the game wanted to play. Yeah. Right. But it, then I but then it's like I cuz sometimes I'll just super fortify up just have multiple bases built up as I just slowly encroach yeah. on the enemy and then just okay, I win then and then somebody attacks and it's yeah. like great, they showed up there in the yeah. one spot that I don't control just Yeah. Uh. It's like oh, look at look at all these buildings I already have that I don't have to research anymore. Right. <laughs> I said, "Oh, look, I just have to go get a relic and I can get a Baneblade right now." Sweet. <laughs> well, yeah, you did have to go take all the requisition points. Yeah, but you started out with a fuck ton. Well, at least I did, because I... Fuck ton of power. Yeah. Because once you, uh... That's why Necrons are dumb for that. Oh, God. Yeah. Because they could have all the power generators you wanted built already. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Guardian... And they could start at 100% efficiency, then. No. Yeah, it, Dark to... Crusade, if... Because you... It, since Dark Crusade remembers your you build... did not remember... It does. I... I'm playing it right now. It remember your requisition points? No, not your no. requisition. Yeah, the requi- if you built on a requisition point, it remembered that. Yeah. So I start a defensive mission basically controlling 90% of the map, except for like the last two control yeah, points you, that an took, enemy would If you would took hold. over a requisition point or a relic and built upon oh, it, then you kept your structure and you owned it. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that I don't know if you don't build on it that if it remembers you have it. I don't remember. I would have I don't to, think but it, ever, uh, it doesn't move point because I always build on it. Right. <laughs> You'd be dumb not to build on it. So what but. you're saying is you should have killed everything. Oh, no, enemy. it does It does remember if you capture two. Oh, okay. But I, it's just easier for an enemy, like, if they also brought their yeah. retinue to go and capture it. So what you're saying is that... You should uh, beat the enemy till only their base is left. Exactly. Yep. Surround it with guys, then capture the requisition void, build another base right next to theirs, filled with turrets, all <laughs> pointed at that. Unfortunately, I'm playing through as Tau, so they don't get turrets. Oh, well. But yes, the the strategy is there. It's really yeah. difficult on higher difficulty settings, but... Yeah. The Chaos one was so fucking annoying, too. Oh yeah, just, well, almost all the all, all the are. base assaults missions yeah. are a pain in the butt because they just start with like standing yeah. armies and multiple bases. Well, and, and they all have some goofy like special thing, you have thing to do. that you have to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, space range. Space range is the easiest one because their their whole thing is oh you have to capture uh, you have to awaken the the uh, you have to wait awaken the machine spirit of the factor or whatever, and so you have to. Oh. Steal six six servitors. No, no, that was the spaceport. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. The spaceport yeah, had the right. servitors. What well, uh, capturing just... like a machine foundry that let you plant forward bases yeah. was just you having a standing army and, and no way to build a base, and just had to go and wipe out some number of orc buildings because orcs always started with it. And well, no, like I play. I've heard space marines on this. 
It depends on who oh, owns yeah. it. Yeah, but at the time. I forgot. I forgot. I think Orcs owned it, so it was like, oh, or a space Marine did. So, but I I thought it was a race to get more once the time ran out, but it just it was just depending on uh, how many. It was just first to six. Yeah. So I had three, and I just had three, and I'm like, oh, I thought I was gonna lose because because <laughs> because the time ran out, and I was like, oh, the time doesn't matter. What? So like, oh, all right, I guess I'll take my time killing the space marines and eventually recapturing yeah. them. All. You, yeah, because usually the space marines then are, are your opponents trying to capture them too, and yeah. that's how I got three. Which of yeah, them they, all in one they go. captured five, and I had three. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was like, oh, I'm, they have way more than me, so I guess I lost. I was like, nope. Oh, I can just make this a conventional game now? I don't have to worry about it? All right, fuck. <laughs> uh, anyways. Dark Crusade's great. But Dark yeah, Crusaders. no, we got like super. We got way sidetracked. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, you're never Perilous. So yeah, I'm yep. super excited for that. Um, moving on. Uh, Warcry got released uh, not too long ago, indeed. which is fantasy skirmish, like, they already had <laughs> i guess now more emphasis on um individual prowess than uh just bringing like units mm-hmm. yeah it seems interesting like most of the models will have like 20 plus wounds right. but then every attack also causes like multiple damage and i guess it and a, a bit more emphasis on like the parkouring aspect of uh running jumping climbing over walls and up ladders and stuff to get like charges and whatnot right. on a neat little encapsulated board and right. some really nice looking terrain bits too. Yeah, it does look good. And a lot, a lot of those new Chaos Warband factions are really look cool. really great. Yeah. Like the guys that are just wearing a dumpster worth of armor and... <laughs> <laughs> or the ones who are just like, the flesh is weak, cut off the arm and replace it with a hook. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or the other ones. The flesh who, is weak. Yeah. Or then the uh, the the other faction that's just like we like death, so we just wear everything that's dying, and it's like, doesn't that smell bad? Oh, it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> and then there's the I guess the cipher lords who are just like Zinchian, like we already saw this happening. <laughs> we already as, predicted. As one of the iron giant guys are just punching them in the face. Did you see this coming? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nerd wedges. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> but uh, now they've been releasing like deck, you know, little deck packets to have like the for all the armies. Yeah, so for, everyone can play. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, they're not quite at all of them because there's still no Lizardmen and there's still no Sylvaneth and there's because still... they're never going to get updated. Evan. Uh. They're just going to be dropped just like Tomb Kings. <laughs> just accepted. They already. will never drop Stormcast. No the fucking poster child. Sylvaneth or oh, uh, Sylvaneth or oh yeah, Seraphin. Yeah. Seraphin. <laughs> uh, uh, so that that looks yeah. pretty neat. I gotta say, it does. Um, it kind of works off of uh, you just have to beat defense in order to wound. There's no like armor saves. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But then guys have a lot of wounds. So. Yeah. But attack certain attacks can cause a lot of damage. Right. And you know, could still have multiple attacks. And hey, I've got twenty wounds. Well, great. I've got like five attacks that do five damage a piece. And what happens then? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Uh, there was the new Chaos Knight book that oh, came yeah. out. Uh, went read through that, and that is uh, it's great. You know, Chaos Knights still had can be like, oh, what's wrong with strapping two rapid-fire battle <laughs> Gee, cannons? Gee, Billy, why is your mom have two guns? Or two Avenger Gatling guns to just be like, there is no such thing as a horde that I can't deal with. 
well, right. 28 shots. <laughs> and 40k overkill doesn't exist. Yes, 28 strength 6 AP 2 damage 2 shots. Gross. Just Absolutely gross. Just got just uh, do they, so like what's the level of special rules do they, like do they have uh, mark rules still no they don't have mark rules they've got so it's still relegated to forge rule oh, I don't know if they yeah not I even, know, not I, don't even know, I don't know if they translated to 8th edition but I remember I, back in the day oh yeah yeah I do yeah. remember a little bit of that uh, those, those were chaos cool. knights can have a psyker oh yeah because yeah, there's yeah. a warlord trait that lets one be a psyker and can Get smite. cast smite and just for that additional D three mortal wounds, just a big fu. You and uh, can playing. get like a relic to disband another psychic power and ignore mortal wounds on a five up caused by psychic powers. So dumb. It, <laughs> uh, they've only got two houses. One is the chaos one. One is the uh, dark net mechanicus one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the dark mechanicus guys can like turbocharge their demon engines to get you know some random special effect at the cost of like hurting themselves. Uh huh. Very but uh, yeah, I know. But uh, some of those some of those benefits were like actually really good. Bonus to uh, move, bonus to attack, and uh, an increase to something. I actually can't remember. I just remember like you know better movement and more attacks. Hmm. Not too bad. All all said and done for just like taking a wound, right? Um, and again. Now they also have access to the big ones, the Castellan and the uh, oh yeah, yeah, and the Valiant. Yeah, and their uh, thing is so those things can now have you know like turbocharged engines. Oh, oh boy, oh boy! Stupid harpoon gun, damage ten. Oh yeah, they get a turbo laser. I don't yeah, know. but I think that's like one of the worst weapons that they can get because it really? doesn't. Yeah, because it doesn't get a lot of shots. I don't know. I haven't actually seen the stats for it. All yeah. I know is turbo lasers is usually something you see <laughs> in APOC. Yeah, pretty much. But um, because it's kind of similar to what the um, regular knights can get. Uh, the the one that helps guide the armagers, they get a laser sword looking gun, and okay. I think that's just like the chaos version okay. of that. Yeah, but the box that they include does not actually give like all the options hmm. all the weapon options you get like your rapid fire battle cannon you get the laser weapon and then you get a claw and a sword so it's like missing out on the thermal cannon and the avenger gatling gun that's why you need to buy both an imperial uh, box yeah. and a chaos knight box <laughs> honestly Gee. you're better off just uh, buying the renegade uh box which gives you two knights do they even make that anymore Yes, they did. Ooh, I don't know if they stopped selling that yeah, one I don't again, know. too. Yeah, I don't know. Because they made it, they stopped selling it, <laughs> then they re-started yeah, selling it again yeah. for some retarded reason. I mean, you could easily make just an Imperial Night a Renegade. Right. Yeah. Just add a couple spiky bits, you're fine. <laughs> you Heck, just bunch cross of skulls. out the uh, Quilias and whatnot and say they just recently turned. Right. right. Yeah, that'd be neat. Uh, uh, they still yeah, have... That's what, pretty much what Kyle Burgess did. Yeah. I mean, he did uh, some green stuff work on the fi- uh, on the helmet. I mean, I will say the, head, but the, the Chaos Knight model does look like yeah, fucking it awesome. Does. It does. And the Thunderstrike Gauntlet is just really fucking cool. Yo. Spiky and like clawed and uh, <laughs> the the face masks that they can get to are like, you know, demonified. Right. I just wish they had made uh, ones for each of the Chaos Gods. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, they have their version of the Free Blades, so just yep. like random Chaos Knights that aren't really part of any given faction and they can get, you know, their 
tributes and uh, penalties just the same. Uh, yeah. They're they're mostly the same as their Imperial counterpart, but there were a couple of differences. Mm-hmm. Enough to actually make it seem like it right. wasn't just copy and paste. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's always kind of like, uh, oh, what are the, what are Chaos getting that isn't just you know copy and pasted from what Space Marines got? Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh yeah, did you hear how Space Marines are getting, chaplains are getting their own uh, prayers, just like uh, Chaos Oh, well. Add. Oh, really? Because, you know, Chaos can't have anything good that cool. uh, Imperium yeah. doesn't get a better version of it. Well, naturally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not too uh, wild about that, because that yeah. was something that gave Chaos, like, right? something it's unique cool. for yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, chaplains get that. Lovely. Chaplains already gave, you know, their, you know, I mean, yeah, chaplains and dark apostles were already basically the same thing. Just yeah, but one was more of, you know, one had a gods that actually listened to them, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the emperor's always listening, Eric. Remember that? Oh yeah. Does he respond though? It's kind of hard when you're a corpse on a chair. <laughs> Them's fighting words. Uh, be right back. Call the Inquisition. Uh, <laughs> got a filthy fucking heretic right here. Um, uh, let's see what else got Necromunda. Uh, um, this is why I keep want. I want to play Necromunda because I keep releasing awesome fucking miniatures. Like uh, so, two hired guns. Um, I want scabbies. As soon as oh I my god! Scabbies, mm-hmm. We can play Necromunda all you want. And uh, I want spire chasers. Apollos, I want the rich that hunt the poor. <laughs> Apollos <laughs> Cage and Crotus. Just play nothing but games against each other. <laughs> oh yeah, aspire chasers <laughs> right. fighting scabbies. So scabbies with their muskets and against you know spire what? chasers who actually have like refractor fields and you power know what? armor. The scabbies also got gator men. So <laughs> yeah. you know what? Uh, Apollos Cage and a fine hunting trophy. <laughs> Apollos Cage and Crotus Hark, and Crotus Hark is a former Goliath who is born with the most dangerous of gifts, intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) That's a rare commodity in the 41st millennium. So he's this giant-ass guy who's actually smart, (laughs) which is scary. Just like, um, 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 um... Who's the guy in Blood Bowl? The uh, scave? No, the the oh the troll. Yeah, yeah Ripper Bullgrout. Yeah, yeah, Ripper Bullgrout <laughs> who got a brain transplant and just. Uh, but these guys are basically how basically I imagine like any rogue, uh, not rogue, um, dark heresy character like uh, is it rogue or renegade? Not renegade. Uh, what the fuck is the class? Um, so, or the background where it's like you you're basically a scum. Oh. Dang, outcast? Something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, this is basically how I imagine any, like, outcast, like, high-level Dark Heresy character. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, let's be in. honest, let's uh-huh. almost exactly like I was just, yeah. not as, just he's missing a sniper. And, and then even look at the, look at the back and stuff. I mean, he had the right hoarder mentality. <laughs> yeah. so, um, don't mind me, I just have, like, shotgun grenades and, and there's stuff on my back. A pistol, a rifle, yeah. and a backup rifle in case the first one breaks. Exactly. And what about the third rifle? That's Lucy. <laughs> That's Lucy, exactly. Lucy is for special occasions. <laughs> but they all have knives and shit. Uh, they look so good. Yeah. This is why we need to play. Look, Spire Chasers. Listen, rich that hunt. Fine, pool. just for the next I month, know. your homework is go home every day and call Forge and just like release this to Spirefunders <laughs> or Spire special Chase. games, Spire Chasers, and I mean, scabbies. you could look to see if someone's made some decent homebrew rules for them. I mean, the the living rule books basically the it is the pretty much the same. Yeah, so we could, if essentially we were, what they did with Blood Bowl, which you yeah. know the new Blood Bowl rule book is. Have any models for scabbies? You could easily make them <laughs> out of what? Everything. Everything. 
Just take a bunch of uh, grots. No, no. I, don't <laughs> I actually don't know what race scabies are. Humans. Are, there's, they are? Oh. there's human. They're the poor. Yeah, they're li- literally just the human poor. Okay. Yeah, Which, you know, it's like you have the like forty k imperial I'm, poor, and then you have the scabies, <laughs> and you have underhive poor. <laughs> see, okay, okay, see, I'm just so rich that anybody that's not me is just you know. Not even you know, really human it's anymore. Like, scabies like view like corpse bread and the other shit that imperial citizens eat as like a delicacy <laughs> yeah. compared to the exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's I'm super excited. Uh, oh, then there's the expansion to Blackstone Fortress. Yeah, too. I was just about to bring that up. Um, so basically, there was a game called Combat Arena that came out, where it was like a board game. You know, it kind of sounds familiar, but man, there's... And, and maybe and maybe it had something to do with Kill Team, Because the only too, arena but... I know of is is Kill Team yeah. Arena, which I got, which was just it find more out competitively the... styled I'm Kill cu- Team I'm instead cu- of story-based. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see what Combat Arena actually was. <laughs> which, <laughs> which Derek is actually really good at uh, Kill Team Arena because it's always got... More right. guys to just take the stupid objectives, and grots are really easy to hide behind barrels. And right. Oh, okay. So bullshit. So it is its own tactical board game. So it's a standalone board game. It doesn't have anything to do with else. So and it, but it took place on Imperial vessel, and then apparently there's going to be something where. So the new Blackstone Fortress expansion is called um, Escalation. And so it features all the heroes that were in combat arena. Basically, they all fought each other, but maybe that was some fluff reason. I don't know. I don't know the entire fluffy end. It. Maybe well, they were fighting it. each other. Then they saw chaos and were like, "All right, truce, truce." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it is another rogue trader, which it's that one that we saw earlier. Uh, we talked about it on an earlier podcast where it has the revolvers and a servitor's loading it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's it's that Rogue Trader, a uh, new Primary Psyker, a new Crusader model, and then a Tech Priest with a bot. Um, not a Man of Iron like in the base yeah. game, but... Uh, and then also it features a Chaos Firebrand Cultist and his uh, underlings, basically more Cultists that you have to fight. Um, and then also a new quest... Um, uh, new quests, new things to find, and so on and so forth. So, new rooms and basically. So yeah, I'm super excited. I, you know, I, I you know, we'll probably talk about it on the podcast once I, I'm getting the core set tomorrow, and I have both expansions that are currently out. So the Amble and the uh, and the Chaos Rising, the right. Chaos, the Chaos Ogren and the Chaos Commissar goes. Those models are gorgeous, and. Uh, so I can't wait to build everything. Now we just need to get the uh, mechanical amble. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, I'm always just surprised at their size. That, that's why we need just to play Necromunda, so you slightly, have a reason to buy yeah, them. I, know. I didn't realize there was a Gene Stealer cult for Necromunda. Gene Stealer and Chaos Cultist. You can, there's rules for both. See, I'd be willing to play Gene There you go. See, there you go. So you Eric just play? plays... What? Plays the Eldar Ranger. Duh. For Necromunda. Oh, Necromunda. Yeah, no, you, Necromunda. You went back to Necromunda. Just, uh, I guess out of the factions that are currently out there, Escher, because they're the drug dealers. <laughs> drug Just lords. like in real life, have it. <laughs> oh, wait, was I supposed to say that out loud? You don't blow our cover, man. Don't blow our cover. God damn it. <laughs> um, and alongside that announcement, they announced a new Kill Team Star set where it's uh, Space Marines versus... Or basically, Space Wolves is, specifically. Oh, I was. Uh, is it Space Marines versus uh, Tau because they already did that? No, it is. It is Space Marines versus Tau. What? 
There so it's it the seventh because that was the seventh Ed Kill team. Oh, that's right. Box. I forgot about it. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, it starts with Tau and uh, it's oh my a. God. It's a Tau and Space Marine and then new, uh, new scenery and stuff like that. It says there's three bo- army books. So like two different Space Marine factions you can be. One uh, Space Wolf. I can't tell what the other one is. I mean, in the Space Marines elites, they already kind of like went, hey, you can play as all the different Space Marine chapters. Yeah. So I don't know. But these are... Oh, never mind. It's the manual. It's another reprinting of the manual. Oh, okay. And then uh, the Space Wolf specific and specific tell Kill Team. So yeah. Look forward to that if you're into Kill Team. Like I said, I'm going to buy the Broke Trader one so I can play... You can buy. You're getting the what? Get the Rogue Trader kill team. Oh yeah, because it's they're so cool. And that's they're a good gorgeous. board too. It is a good board. And multi used too. As <laughs> I can as I can attest, uh, doors are a bitch. Yeah. In the kill team <laughs> arena. Oh, you like Brian Mall playing uh, playing Battlefront too? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you know, some of those games with that me and Derek played just did turn into me oh. and him trying to push the button to open and close doors. <laughs> Did you, where did you come from, little goblin? You must have fell out of my box. <laughs> I lost his base. Yeah, well, uh, I grabbed a couple. One of those bases must be his that I found earlier yeah. today. Oh, no, here's his base. <laughs> just, <laughs> what the fuck? All right, whatever. Just finding these. You need to clean up your apartment. I literally just did. Apparently, I just missed this. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Let's see. What else was there? Uh, there is... One more thing that I no never mind that was the last thing that I had, I think. Yep, we covered Battlecry, the new Space Marines, uh, the new Chaos Knights, yeah, and Blackstone Fortress. Pretty much, and yeah, like I said, we'll uh, we'll because Space Marines Space Marines have kind of like clogged the whole uh, release schedule for like the past three weeks, right? Um. Oh yeah, this, uh, Fantasy Flight had some stuff for Legion and stuff, so like, they have the Shore Troopers, um, oh yeah, we saw the, uh, at, I don't remember if they announced it before, uh, or not, but they had on display, like, all the, um, all the prequel stuff. Okay, cool. So there's an interesting, no- another starter set, so be- So there's, so now we can have, like, the Battle Droid faction? Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so basically, they're... They announced the for now. The, How many Droidica are in a squad? Uh, two or three. I don't remember. That's all I need. <laughs> an army of Droidica. But uh, and so they they announced basically the the core set, which is I uh, have all that, and then right. basically all the models basically look straight out of which I was happy about straight out Battlefront Two, the original. Right. So like you have you, the droids with the missile launchers, the snipers. You have the clone guy with a minigun, so on and nice. so forth. He's, he's not the exact one. He's not like the clone commander. Oh, shoulder yeah. mounted, but he's more like okay that, the predator I mean, style. Let's, let's be honest, that shoulder mounted gun would never have hit anything. It, let's be honest. Yeah, it did look goofy as hell. <laughs> but um, so it's, it's that uh, there's space marines barely get away with having shoulder mounted heavy weapons right. like that. Uh, I don't remember. I think what we talked about they announced. The AAT, the droid tank. They have the droid tank and then the the hover tank from Battlefront 2. Okay. So those... Well, they're both in Battlefront 2, but yeah, those classic tanks. And their walker? <laughs> the droid, Didn't the droids have like a little... Oh, no, the droids had the little hover bikes. That's right. Oh, yeah. The, I think they announced those already. I think we talked about those. Did we? Maybe I know not. that we've made fun of other like walker vehicle stuff. That's where it's just 
oh, you're exposed on the top of this yeah, vehicle. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's just making fun of it. Look at all this firepower I've got. Headshot. <laughs> right. There's just this pile of dead bodies around this walker. Right. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they're doing a whole range. They're committed to it. Um, the heroes so far that are going to be released are is Grievous and Obi-Wan Kenobi and one of the clone commanders. Uh, oh, I think Commander Cody or Commander Rex, one of the fam- ones that well, are famous. Unless, and then uh, I think, and then like also the uh, droid bodyguards. Okay. The, oh yeah, Grievous's bodyguards. Yeah. Oh, cool. Whatever the fuck those are co- were called. Grievous's bodyguards. No, they had a specific name because I remember from well, that, that front too. <laughs> but <laughs> regardless, uh, so yeah, those guys, Magna Guard. There we go. Oh. Um, oh, that's right, because Grievous's guys had the special light staff. Yeah. The special staff, versus right. the regular ones just had, like, a weird grenade launcher. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, they, they space, were, it's space, been Star Wars is dumb. <laughs> they, had a, they had a weird weapon set up. Yeah, Look, at, least in, the saying, game, at uh, least in the game, yeah, yeah, they did. All I'm saying is, uh, for, you know, the, the board game, for... Obi-Wan Kenobi and General Grievous need to have a special rule on their card where Obi-Wan Kenobi goes, hello there. Oh, hello there. Yeah. And then Grievous's card would go, General Kenobi, and they would have some special rule that interacts when they're facing each other. It's, it's, <laughs> um, they're also, they also announced a, uh, which this was at Gen Con, I wish it kind of wish it was so I could see in person, um, a, basically the bunker from uh, Endor. So, you know, they storm oh. in. Oh, they're releasing that as terrain, and they have, they're gonna have scenarios and rules for like storming it and defending it and stuff like that. So cool. that'd be yeah, that'd be really interesting. I'm gonna be because uh, that's almost what uh, this game is missing now. It's missing some like just specific uh, geared terrain. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like craters they, in from J- get from GW apply to every situation, but right, right. Um, so yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Because we, they only run in detail about uh, the Geonosian fighters, which we we already knew that they were there. So, so yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to see the push for the prequels and stuff now. I'm looking forward to checking out Legion. I know Ryan, Noldani, and Carl were like, "Oh, what's the what's the prequel stuff? We're gonna get real into it." <laughs> Because he wants to paint the clone troopers like you know the different ranks and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. And yeah. so it's like I mean I know that I w- would want to play as like Hoth snow troopers mm-hmm. and like droid army. Mm-hmm. You just just play bad guys on both sides. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, Empire Empire is fun. <laughs> yeah, and but like I, one thing I do love about you know the but they'll never have an ATAT. <laughs> Don't make me sad. <laughs> um, they just need to sell it like it's a Warlord Titan from Games Workshop. Oh, okay. yeah. I saw someone at Games Workshop uh, picked up um, at Gen Con the uh, Star Destroyer Brad. or whatever. Oh, yeah, they did have the, uh, the Super Star really Destroyer. Big one. Yeah. yeah oh, for that. Armada or something? No, or? it's for uh, Epic X-Wing. Oh, no, no, it was for Armada. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. I'm dumb. If it was for X-Wing, I'd take up the entire <laughs> goddamn table. Um, no, yeah, for Armada, they did, yeah. Uh, and we talked about it way back in the day when they first announced it. We just yeah, finally got it. Yeah, but actually bought Yeah, it's finally, it's finally released. Uh-huh. I think it's some stupid, like, $200 or something. Bruh, bruh. I mean, I mean, well, it's not, it's not stupid. On, it's yeah. huge. Like, it's well worth it. Considering what we've spent, <laughs> right, right. Uh, I think that's pretty much it on the Star Wars side of things. 
All right. I think it's story, story time. time. Story time. I'll give it a pass since it's been a while. Better not hit that twice. You didn't say three times. <laughs> Well, I was going to say I was going to tolerate it because, you know, it's been a month or so, but uh, Pat's ruined it all. <laughs> ruined it again. <laughs> um, you know, in all honesty, for, despite all the time that's passed, haven't gotten any uh, 40k or uh, yeah. gotten in, like, some... Got. I'm not even sure when I last got in a game of uh, Kill Team with Derek. I, I wish that's why the, but, I was hoping Derek would come because then Derek and someone played recently, like very very recently. Well, didn't you guys play? Like, oh, we played time? a Blood Bowl game. Oh, I think he played Kill Team for someone. I thought. Oh, against his brother, didn't he? He oh, took. Maybe. He grabbed my Kill Team box set for terrain. Oh yeah, that never happened. Though. <laughs> oh, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, he, they wanted to do it at Gen Con, but. Uh, his brother was busy. Their schedules just didn't line up. Okay. Well, that happens. Because his brother went with his girlfriend, and Derek didn't. And Derek rode with us. And so, between rides, and ah. they stayed at a different place, and that's the whole thing. I mean, that's what usually happens when one brings girlfriends <laughs> to Gen Con. Uh, you must stand alone! <laughs> except for your girlfriend. By the way, does she have any uh, single friends? No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I actually, I, I can actually do uh, have a game of uh, Delta Green to talk about that okay. we played at Gen Con. Uh -huh. And then uh, me and Eric have played, uh, gotten into Lord of the Rings oh. from Games Workshop. Yeah. So, so that's been... I've uh, succumbed to that now. Oh, yeah, boy, oh boy. I, yeah, I got hooked originally playing their uh, Battle Companies, which is uh, similar to like... Uh, Kill Team slash Necromunda slash... Necromunda. <laughs> I'd say it's closer to like, well... It follows the exact same rules as the tabletop game, except there's progression and everything for the characters, and it's at a smaller scale. Mm -hmm. You only can have, like, up to 15 guys in your warband. But, uh... 25 if your goblins are hobbits. And that's hilarious. You know, some of these situation scenarios that you can create... Now that now that I've kind of gotten into the game and I'm just like imagining, man, what would happen if you just had an equal number of points of hobbits versus like Urukai berserkers and just watch that play out? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> since you're talking about Lord of the Rings, uh, Forge World did release or announce uh, new hobbits that they're releasing. Oh, I'm not the, surprised. Uh, yeah, Snarky's robes or whatever. Yeah, Sharky, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharky's. Oh no, these are two other guys. Me. Or no, yeah, that's right. They they released like some of the other heroes. Yeah, Will Whit the Hobbits. Will Whitford and oh, something Took. Baldor Baldor Tolpenny. Oh, interesting. But and uh, ruffian leaders and yeah. yeah. So. Yep, they've been releasing stuff very occasionally for Lord of the Rings stuff, right. but uh, mm -hmm. but you know we. And I guess now I can say, like, Lord of the Rings is definitely an interesting game because they do, they've done everything they could to limit the power of ranged combat. So it's like, you can only have one in three guys can actually have a ranged weapon, like a bow or a crossbow. Well, specifically bows and crossbows. Right. There are other well, most, weapons. but most of those are not 24 inch range. They're like six or eight. Right. 
Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh, if there's something in the way, then you have to roll to see if you hit that piece of terrain or other model instead of your target. And then a bow is like strength two, and which means they're wounded almost. <laughs> Are you done, Eric? <laughs> Shame. So, it's, so you know, so most, so like the vast majority of ranged weapons are like a bow, which is strength two, which means that it's wounding almost everything in the game on like fives or sixes. Usually sixes. Usually sixes. Wow. So, like Lord of the Rings. That directed at Eric. Yep. So, Lord of the Rings just really favors the defense over offense. Well, okay. that's because there are no saves in the game. Yeah, Heroes like, are the only guys that get the equivalent of a save, uh, and they can only do that like a maximum of like three times in a game. Okay. Or your Sauron, and you can do it theoretically an infinite number of times, so long as you don't roll a one. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so so it's like if you cause a wound on somebody, then they die because there's no unless after they this. have more than one wound, right? Which again is only, only like monsters heroes. and heroes yeah. have more than one wound. Okay. So it's like the vast majority of everybody is like strength three, while their defense is like five or six, which means you need fives or sixes to wound. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of like different special rules and naturally uh, the order of, order of play is uh, like I move all of my guys, then you move all of your guys. I shoot all of my guys, then you shoot all of your guys. Then huh. I pick combats to go out to whoever uh, won priority at the beginning of the turn right uh-huh. so it's like okay. very heavily priority turn based like okay. within it so it's not I go through all of my stuff then you go through all of your stuff and also it's uh, kind of like kill team everybody's an individual there's no squads oh. no matter how big the game is right wow yes yeah. and that, a big like, well, tournament games are about 800 points, which is fewer than... Uh, well, how does that translate like to... Like 50 dudes. An average guy, like a soldier of Gondor, is like 7 or 8 points. So how does it, so that translates into, yeah, like... Well, then you have guys? your heroes. A basic hero is like 50 or so Look, points. They, and they can have a war band of about 10 guys following them. Oh, that okay. would be about... That's like the equivalent of a squad. Yeah. So that's like almost a hundred points. Yeah. Okay. For you know, like some of the sample armies that they've shown in the uh, in like the rule book and whatnot, they they were a thousand points, and some of them sat at around like fifty five odd dudes. Okay. Yeah. Fifty five, fifty seven dudes. It sort of depended on if they brought like artillery or if they brought more like named heroes. Okay. Since, you know, some heroes are just really expensive. Right. Sauron is 400 points. Gee, I wonder And why. if your game is, you know, if your tournament is, you know, 800 points, then, oh, look, he is half your, your army. How much is the Eye of Sauron? <laughs> <laughs> you can't take a Malmuk. A Malmuk oh. Yeah, nice. and Smog. He's 700. Yeah, I, remember, I remember seeing the Smog yeah. model. Yeah. I think we talked about it. Yeah. It's I am the really Smog. Model. The big, bad you Smog. You get that for your D&D campaigns. I mean... You, you, that's not a joke. Like that's right. a solid model for her to. But so so it's like since everybody is like an individual, when it comes to fights, you pair them off. So you, it can actually be difficult to have like multiple guys fighting one dude. Okay. And you can never have multiple guys fighting multiple guys. Right. It is always going to either be one on one or several guys on one. 
Oh, interesting. Like yeah. a gangbang. <laughs> and uh, and uh, what then winds up and then what winds up happening is like once you've actually got guys, I know. Stop giggling. You're we're all adults here now. Define adult. <laughs> so once you've actually got guys in melee, and you charge based off of your movement. So if my guys are movement six, then they have a charge distance of six. Well, and, and that's do done in, in the, the movement. movement. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you so cavalry are good. So if you move into base contact with an enemy, you charge them mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay. Well, you do have to declare you are charging because you can't go into control. Oh, well, yes, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. They still have like the you can't go within an inch of an enemy model right, right. unless you've charged. Unless you charge, okay. But yeah. uh, but once you've actually got guys in combat with each other and you've paired off the fights, then you you and your opponent roll a number of dice equal to like your attacks. For most guys, that's like one die because everybody has like one attack. Yeah. The most I've ever seen, I think, is Sauron with four attacks. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you both would roll off then, and whoever roll, whoever wins the dual roll, gets to actually throw punches. And okay. that's just was, a straight roll off. Right. So whoever rolls highest wins. Right. And it's like if so, if you both, you know, have your one attack. Whoever wins can actually throw a punch. The person who lost just backs away and One either inch. they live or die. Okay. And, they, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, so games can I can almost see like games involved. And then Eric says that most of the games are very objective based. It or is very, very objective heavily heavy, objective based game. Which means that you know fighting then is almost like a secondary thing. You do more of to block your opponent from uh-huh. getting to objectives because at the same time when you're doing it everybody's fighting one at a time right fights that are like to the death can be could go on for a long time because right. Lord of the Rings doesn't actually have a turn limit too yeah no turn limit like most of the time it says you fight until such a thing has occurred like somebody's been reduced to 50% of their starting oh, okay. total or you've got all Something. the objectives yeah you know? wow and then it's like you could then start either a roll off or it just ends and it's like on a one or two the game ends which means, and the case of Eric, where they were just like, roll off, game continues, next turn, game continues, next turn. And it was just oh, two yeah. guys taking pot shots at each other. Yeah. Just, this, was a, this was a battle company game, yeah. No, it was not two guys taking pot oh, shots yeah, no. at each other. It was one guy. It was him taking pot shots at me, trying to kill my last guy, because... He was hiding in a doorway. And um, the, the objective my, was... I was defending the gate... And I was unbreakable. Defend the gate. Exactly. I was unbreakable for the mission. He had his one last guy left, who had a bow, and uh, <laughs> just sat back and went, ah. And he kept <laughs> making his damn leadership tests, and uh, he just kept making paw shots until finally the game ended and I won. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah, it was Easterlings versus your pirates. He's actually yeah. he actually is running the uh, pirates of Umbar, the thing oh, that nice. Aragorn the just intercepted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Peter Jackson. <laughs> oh yeah, was it? Yeah. Fun fact was that Peter Jackson and all the uh, cast crew and everything uh, act- were the uh, pirates in that oh, scene. Did not know that. Yeah. Well, they all had their moment of glory to be rust on Aragorn's sword. <laughs> Aragorn, whatever. Yeah. But, um... So, so that's sort of, like, the basics of how it's played. I have only played two games, and they were both against Eric. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've got to... I've started to collect the Mirkwood Elves from, like, the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, okay. And Isengard Urukai because 
Yeah. I fucking loved the Two Tower movie. <laughs> right. Fucking loved the Battle of Helm's Deep. Oh, yeah. Isaac Art should have won. <laughs> Stupid Gandalf leading a cavalry charge yeah, against well, a pike wall you know. should not have worked. Gandalf just had to cheat and raise the sun or some shit. Uh, Magic. You know. How the fuck does that work? Well, you know, Saruman had, you know, invested a little more and invented guns, actually. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> too. Instead of putting all of his eggs into just the... Sing- yeah, into a bomb. Yep. Um, so, you know, and, like, battle companies have a random amount, or not really a random, they have a set starting party size. Mm-hmm. So it's like, my elves start with, like, five dudes, but a hobbit faction starts with, like, ten. Okay. You know, they're weaker. Yeah. Hobbits yeah. are not fighting folk. Hobbits are no. the weakest force in the game, pretty much. But they can be hilarious, because they're, like, four points. They cost the same as a goblin, but they... But they have the ballistic skill of elves. Oh. <laughs> and elves are just better than everybody else. They are. Yeah. They like to rub it in people's faces. <laughs> they have they have a much higher chance of winning those dual roles I've mentioned, because if you and your opponent tie, mm-hmm. then whoever has the higher like fight value, sort of like what determines their weapon skill, wins. So elves just have higher higher weapon skill, they have better shoot value, they have better courage bravery than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing they lack is strength which evil has. Yeah. Nobody nobody has strength really except for evil. Dwarves are strength for. Yeah, some of them are. Most of them. Some, <laughs> most. You could also say that the men of Numenor that fought uh, yeah, in the last alliance for. they're strength for but they're worthless. Cause... They only get two units for their army. No, it's just the just the warriors of Numenor. And then their leader. Yeah. Well, they have a couple heroes. Isildur and oh, his okay. dad and a captain. <laughs> um, so I have Mirkwood Elves, and it gives me a starting battle company of five dudes, and Eric decided to fight me with the Dunedain Rangers. Mm-hmm. You know, Aragorn's pals. And his battle company's funny because all of his guys start as heroes... And only, you know, and in Battle Company, you start with, like, three of your guys are designated as a hero. They get a might, a will, and a fate. Might lets you, like, modify almost any role, any one role. By one. By one. Per mm-hmm. point. Will helps you resist magic or help improve your courage. And then fate is that, like, save. On a four-up, you negate a wound. Since all of my guys have just one wound, you know... It's like, all right, four up to live. <laughs> Get wounded a second time, and then you're out of luck. You've already spent it. Because right. these once you spend it, they're gone for the game. Right. So it's a very restricted resource for how good it can <laughs> you be. you got to think, you know, it's all about, uh, you got to think through all your actions. Yeah. Placement's extremely important um, because you have uh, cover. Um you have your in-the-way test for shooting, things like that. You have to think about charges. Right. Who's going to be charged? How are you going to counter-charge? Who's going to win priority? Right. Eric. Eric. Eric's yeah. going to win. <laughs> that's, that's how both of our games went. Uh-huh. Who gets priority? Eric does. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but normally, you know, that bow limit, I, I only start, my battle company only starts with two guys with ar- ar- archers mm-hmm. with bows. 
because most bad, you know, the game is like one in three guys can have a bow. Yeah. All of Eric's guys start with bows, and they have a special thing where it's just like one hundred percent of your army can have bows. Hey, because they're, they're just all, regular bows, I know, though. They are just regular bows. Elf bows are strength three, ah, which makes it everything so good. Elf is better. Okay. Literally, elves are better. That's, that's basically are Lord of the Rings in a nutshell. I mean, elves are yeah. better. Dwarves are better than humans. Yep. And elves are better than dwarves. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. You are not wrong in that statement. <laughs> um, Someone has a thing for pointing ears. <laughs> who would have thought that? Who said looking at my browser history? <laughs> <laughs> um, but he started with just four guys, so I actually outnumbered him. Yeah, yeah. The Dunedain have the smallest army, but everyone's a hero, mm-hmm. which also helps them when they uh. I can be up. your hero, baby. Yeah, Battle Company is pretty interesting too, where it's like, as you as you gain experience for your dudes, they can level up, and that level up could either be like they get a promotion where they get to like a higher stat line. Or not stat line to a different unit type, an improved unit, mm-hmm. or they could become a hero. And you're allowed, like your guys can acquire like a hundred and twenty-five experience, which is near impossible. Which is near impossible, but because a basic guy can only gain a maximum of two experience a game. Oh wow! If you play a game, you get an experience, and if you cause a wound, you get an experience. Any wound after that doesn't count. Oh wow! If so- you're a hero. Every wound counts. Oh, okay. But, like I said, so if you get a guy, though, like a regular dude that just, like, rolls the promotion, but he doesn't have anything to be promoted to, then it's just five experience that are wasted. And then on the next time, you roll, and it's still only on a six that that guy gets promoted to a hero. So it is possible that you could just have this one stupid fucking idiot be like, I'm at a hundred experience, rolling to see if I can become a hero. Nope. Oh, still... Still yeah. a regular mook. Wow. <laughs> some people are never destined for greatness. It's no. true. It's some true. of them, are, and meanwhile, like some Abaddon's. of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them are just like, I got my five experience. I'm a hero now, bitch. Right. And then you can let them, you know, like pick from the hero. Listen, if Dildo, I mean Frodo Baggins can be a hero, anyone can be yeah. a hero. You know, he's Frodo hilarious. Is, is a bad hero in Lord of the Rings. It's every incarnation of Jeez. him. And there's like... I, bet, I wonder three, why. There's three. There's three incarnations of Frodo. Uh, and he is bad in all of them. Yeah. For my opinions on uh, Lord of the Rings, just refer to Clerks 2. <laughs> that movie sums up my thoughts on Lord of the Rings. But, okay. But I think now we've covered enough of that. We can go into the actual battle report. Okay. The first oh, battle- that wasn't the battle report. No, no. The, yeah, the first the <laughs> first battle between me and Eric was actually a, an attack the outpost, where me and him were attacking an orc outpost, and the goal was to have more guys within the confines of this outpost than your opponent. By the time fifty oh, percent like, of the orcs were dead. Oh, okay. And um, <laughs> so me yeah. and Eric were. Oh, we and could you still take t- turns. <laughs> so how it is is. Uh, <laughs> Oh, With yeah. the orcs, you take turns moving and controlling the orcs. Oh, so okay. he moves an orc, then I move an orc, and so on and so forth. And in each phase, you do that, and the orcs go first and everything, which is dumb. And it would have been really beneficial to have like a third 
yeah. impartial person yeah, yeah. to do it. Because, because we just had, like, half the orcs are going to stop Eric, half the orcs are coming to stop me. <laughs> or, like... If, or just acting stupid. Yes. Yeah. I, di- I was having a couple of orcs just stand out in the open so that I could have my two archers just fail to cause any damage. Because, <laughs> right. again, it can be really hard to hurt stuff. <laughs> of course. And it's like, oh, you're, you'll do fine. You just need to roll, like, a, a five or four or something, and you can use your might. And I roll ones. And it's like, mm, nope, not happening. It's... I would have sympathy, but right. <laughs> but it, I can but it was so funny though for these like first couple of turns where just me and Eric just played super cautiously and just like wanted to pick off orcs at distance, and well, I finally got. I guys. have nothing but bowmen, so it makes sense <laughs> to use right. what I have. Meanwhile, right. I did have a couple of my I did have my three non bow guys actually get to the gate, get to like the fence, where then Eric kept on charging guys in. And so they couldn't actually get inside I the fort. I couldn't get inside the fort. I was murdering, murdering the people. They murdering the orcs, but uh, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh wait a second, the orcs got reduced to half during my fight phase because all of my, el- you know, despite my elves not being as strong as his Dunedain, they have a they can get a two handed weapon which mm-hmm. just does a flat plus one to wound. Yeah, and which a is minus a, one on your dual roll. So yeah, yeah, they have a much greater chance of losing. Right. But I was like winning that all the time, and yeah. it's like, okay, what's their? Uh, what do I need? A five? Now I need a four to wound, which is amazing. <laughs> the, like yeah. the best you can wound right. on in Lord of the Rings is a three. So Sauron ten on toughness, defense three, which is the lowest defense. It still needs a three to wound. Wow! So a ballista could fail to hurt a hobbit <laughs> just on a one or two. It but, just did not hurt the hobbit, yeah. but. Or Sauron, with his big mace, could just miss on a on a orc. The or... plot armor is thick with it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But that, it's hilarious how they work in plot armor. Though mm-hmm. is pretty much any character that survived through the trilogy ends up with like three faint. Yeah. While characters that died during the trilogy usually only have like. <laughs> One fate. That's funny. Or, or no in a few, fate. or in a few cases, zero fate. Yeah. Right. Like Sauron is almost the exception to the rule because he has zero fate, but he has the one ring that can let him stand back up on a two, and he can use his might to improve that role. And he has three might. So, at the very least, Sauron you have to has kill him three times. Three times. <laughs> on top of going through his like five wounds, right? That's and funny. he's de- he has the highest defense in the game of defense ten. Of course. Which means that, like, strength three needs to roll roll a six, followed by a six oh. to hurt him. I thought strength three couldn't wound him. Strength one and two can't. Oh, strength one and two, yeah. And it's like strength four needs to roll a six, followed by a five. and <laughs> Right. So there's just a... So he can be a real bitch to hurt. It sounds like it. <laughs> Which I on top, so. on top of then just being like, I stood back up. Try again. <laughs> Yard, calm down there, Yard. He also he also has a funny thing, like, um, you know, when it comes to melee, a guy with a spear can sort of participate in the fight, even though they aren't in base contact, because it's they a spear. Oh, it's a long, extended reach. Yeah, yeah. and that's, count, count, that's called, like, supporting. Okay. And pikes can do it three deep. Oh, okay, nice. And the funny thing with Sauron is that even if you had, like, you know, a bunch of guys with pikes three deep, Sauron could just go, I'm going to go smash everybody and can do one strength eight hit on everybody, including supporters. Oh, nice. Most of the time, any special rule like that would just be, like, against guys in melee with him. 
Sauron can just sweep is a leg, monster. Sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah, Sauron is a just motherfucker of a beast. I would hope he won't be. He's a big bad guy, <laughs> right? It is funny too that like Smog the dragon is wounding Sauron on fives, and Sauron is wounding Smog on fives because they both have a higher defense right. than their respective strength. Right. That's funny. <laughs> oh. But, but so what wound up happening though in our battle to take the fort was that all of a sudden half the orcs died and neither of us had anybody inside no, the no, fort. No, no, no. We both had two at the time. When they no, no. Remember, we went back because that we uh, technically went well, on a turn longer than way, it should have. Either we had equal number or I it was three guys. No, that was after that. You had you got your third in. What we only had two in. But it ended up in a draw. Which <laughs> half which can happen very easily in games because you know it can be very uh, arbitrary about who uh, yeah eric was being a jerk and trying to shoot at me it's like come on we're both good guys we're supposed <laughs> to be shooting the orcs right uh then in the second game we played we it wound up being uh destroy the supplies or whatever oh yeah yeah so, defend the camp or something well he, yeah so i had so I had to deploy in the center, and there mm -hmm. were, like, five objective tokens, and Eric's goal was to get a guy in base contact with the token and set it ablaze on, like, a four-up. Yep. And if he destroyed them all, he just won. If I kept if I kept any of them not aflame, I won. If I kept them all, uh, you know, unburned, then I got, like, bonus points. Well, okay. yeah, I had to destroy at least four in order to win. Oh, You yeah. had to... Okay, you could only light up to two. Oh, okay. burnt. So, and this was a real son of a bitch because that's this is when I finally got to like try out climbing mm -hmm. tests. Like, because you you can climb, jump, swim, and all of the and all of them have a chance to fail, but most of the time, just doing the act takes up your entire movement. So, just vaulting over a little fence could easily take up all your movement, which would prevent you from charging. This was all. This battle also took place at night, so nobody could shoot farther than six inches, and uh, it was also harder to dodge arrows at night. So all arrows got a plus one to wound. <laughs> all ranged attacks, yeah. yeah. And but it was just this real son of a bitch because Eric was just sort of sticking around out back trying to shoot me, and I wanted to charge him, but I couldn't vault over a wall without you know. <laughs> Only on a six could I vault over a wall and continue my move as a charge. Right. <laughs> I, so either he vaults over the wall and then I charge him, or, or uh, he just sticks around and lets me take pot shots at him. And what wound up happening is, like, I sent my ranger into melee. She could get bonus attacks based on guys fighting her. Didn't, ha didn't work out. She got slaughtered. Yeah, I killed her. Yeah. Then you moved into my camp and set a... You one set thing. one thing ablaze. Yeah. And then I stonewalled you right there. Yeah, and I ended up losing two guys, and then the game ended up ending. Yes. Because once you hit 50%, once, you started yeah. to roll. Once, uh, yeah, because once one faction, one uh, side lost 50% of their guys. So I lost I two you, guys. Yeah. Two. I lost two guys, too, but I had five. So I had to lose a third guy in order to start rolling the break four. test and... Yeah, he only had uh, four guys, so when I finally dropped his, like, two, and then the game ended, it's like, Jesus Christ, that was actually a pretty intense game, because 
again, it's like, I just gotta sit behind this wall then because I can't get at you. <laughs> and Eric was rolling really good on a lot of those uh, shooting tests. But, again, with it, with it being harder to hurt, right. that was like my one saving grace. Right. On then my Mirkwood Ranger actually rolled up protected by Valar on, on the injury table. Like, the injury oh, table yeah. ranges from you are dead, you lost an arm, you lost a leg, oh, you got fully healed, and you gained a fate. Up to three. So, I had my one Mirkwood Ranger hero actually now has two fate. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh And yeah. I gave, and I finally purchased some more guys to give them shields and Nice. That's cause I guess that's the other thing too when it comes to this game. Like heroes can buy gear that anybody in your warband could take. Mm-hmm. So Which can, is funny. Yeah. It leads to some funny situations. Right. Especially with like uh one of the war bands is called the Wanderers in the Wild. I like to think of them almost like the fellowship because you can have dwarves, elves, humans and hobbits all in this warband <laughs> together but since you can take their heroes can take war gear from any oh, of those weird, yeah. so you can have dwarves running around with Elf elvish bows, bows I mean, or a hobbit you know with a uh, two handed axe or something <laughs> like that <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious that's, we- that's a weird rule <laughs> right but um Nice. There's also like uh, the Last Alliance Battle Company, which is like from the start of the first movie where you had men and elves, mm-hmm. and that's a battle company. And so you could have these humans running around with like elvish made weapons, and these elves running around with also elvish made weapons, because why would they load something <laughs> with right. stupid human weapons? Right. <laughs> that's funny. So I've got to say it's been a very it's been very interesting, and I'm curious to try out like this Isengard Battle Company too. Nice, you would probably like it. Very nice. The other thing I've got to say though about GW is that how they've got their their units boxed up is weird. Like, it's forty bucks, but you get like twenty dudes. You get a lot, and that's of for that's for like Urukai warriors. The standard battle line. Yeah. I had 24 pirates for my box. Nice. Right. And, but then at the same time, like my workwood elves, I get 12 for like 60. <laughs> and they're fine cast. And it's uh, stupid. Well, that's for the Hobbit. Gross. Yeah. The Corsairs, they aren't posable or anything. It's one solid model right, right. for them. I thank God they're pirate or they're plastic at least. Yeah. That's... And the game is also very like, what you see is what you get. Uh-huh. Don't don't do not way. say that this guy does or does not have this gear without it being represented. Right. Which is very annoying. Right, because again, <laughs> most of these models do not have any sort They're of interchangeable parts yeah. or are posable in any way. So uh, it's like so if I want to give this guy a shield, to well, well now I've I decide to buy like blue stuff, which I guess can be used to create a mold and just you fill it with like green stuff, make a mold of like a shield. And then use like green stuff to try and make my own. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm looking at this going, wow! I'm only given shields to like a third of the guys, and I want to give shields to all of them. <laughs> nice. Uh, so in Delta, so Gen Con, I uh, a lot of the Delta Green community were running one shots. And so they all the same stable of characters, but just in different scenarios. So it was really fun. So me and Derek played in one. Brian played in another one because there wasn't room. Uh, and so we 
Uh, so we, so me and Derek's scenario, it was me, a NASA scientist. Uh, for ease of having a ride together, uh, everyone already had experience with Delta Green. There wasn't being there wasn't like, hey, you're being introduced to Delta Green. It's like we are all seasoned Delta Green. We all know how it works. Uh, so I was a NASA scientist. Um, Derek was. Oh, fuck, what was Derek? Something amazing, I'm assuming. I can't remember now. Oh, shoot, what was he? Uh, uh, we had a Department of Justice guy, so basically a super high powered lawyer. Uh, we had a. Judge Dredd. The name's Dredd. <laughs> we had a DEA agent. Yeah, a DEA agent. And then. Um, or an ATF agent. There's an ATF agent. And then we had a, another agent of something i can't remember what god damn it so many alphabet soups involved in delta green so uh so basically it came to a abc cbd pretty much uh, to quote the uh, immortal uh chad the chad johnson rob's character uh, this alphabet alphabet soup shit is bullshit <laughs> and and character um and so we played uh so the scenario was is we got called in because a uh a uh, student committed, not student, uh, someone committed suicide via electrifying himself. And so... Lack of points on creativity, but, you know, <laughs> points for style. <laughs> so so we got called in, and so we got the case notes that everyone involved with you know, with him. He, I, oh, I think he was a, he was like a, uh, he was like a research or grad assistant, uh, grad student assistant to this archaeological dig that was happening. And so we got the details and bodies that were pulled up. And basically the uh, professor that was leading it essentially dug up uh, his own skeleton body. Oh. Huh. That's not a good sign. And the problem... Oh, I haven't seen this in years. (laughs) (laughs) And the problem with the body is it was carbon dated till from like five million years ago. So I was like, oh, all right. So then we go over the rest of the team, and so like you even went through like the the dental record and yeah, that matched, yeah, and exactly. Wow. Well, because well, because then after that, so he starts going nuts. Obviously, when you find your own body, and another it's old as shit. Yeah, and another doctor went in, took over. He got basically fought, uh, sectioned. Yeah, he, and then he. Uh, and so then at at some point, uh, more and more bodies start popping up and so eventually all but the guy who killed himself uh their bodies were found at the same spot in the archaeological dig also dated like five million years ago so like this like we had description of everybody and we figured out who was who based on the clues given on the direct huh so these guys are finding themselves themselves well i don't know if they found themselves i don't know if they found themselves but these guys are popping up where the professor found himself and they're all dated about five million years ago. Like, how is it? What? Right. So we go in the cover as being, well, we're not really undercover. We're uh, just as a attache to a local FBI guy. And the FBI's, uh, the FBI contact knows Delta Green. So he's like, yeah, uh, just keep a low profile. Profile. Don't do anything stupid. We don't want to learn about it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, cool. Oh, this would have been the perfect opportunity for Chad to touch on. <laughs> stupid, man. <laughs> Why comes at Intelligence 10? Another quote from Chad the Chad Johnson. <laughs> um, so we go. I am keeping a low profile. Put the flamethrower down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so 
Uh, oh, and so basically, me and me and Derek's character. So I got brought into my character got brought in uh, to Delta Green because I discovered a, a hollowed out asteroid that someone put, not someone, but somehow made it to that asteroid boat and was hollowed out like millions of years ago. And I'm like, uh, and so then Delta Green kind of showed up like, hey, study this or we need help with this, and they send out some guys up and they're, they're just like. Yeah, so don't tell anybody about this, and we might call you up for future endeavors. So Derek's character, us, Derek, Derek's character, me and Derek's character, are, we are each other's motivations, like or our bonds rather. It's so that kind of played into it too. Is everyone was bonds with his, with someone else on the team? So uh, basically, because his was oh he was a, he was a doctor. That's what he was. He was like okay. a super super medical doctor person. I can't remember. What official title? You know, he played that also in our dark hair. Yeah, yeah. I'm a doctor. Blam. <laughs> and so he, uh, so he was, so his motivation, his uh, thing was, he saved my life, and my motivation for him was, he, he saved my life. <laughs> so, uh, so that worked out. That that's why we were bonded to each other. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's he was medical because this will come up uh, very sh- soon. So we get there, and so we we're bouncing theories back and forth, and we're going through all his notes from. Stuff and gathered by the case files, whatever. Uh, the answer is obvious. Aliens got, <laughs> got the got the uh, right. uh, History Channel dude. And so we eventually determined that you know, and then there's this like, there's this kind of antenna kind of po- poking out of the dig site that is from I kind of recognize as Nasetis from like a satellite type thing, but. Right. I can't really tell what type until I get inside and out. And that spoiler alert, I go inside at some point out. Right. But so we're and so we we eventually get to the point where we're like, huh? Oh uh, no, what was it? Um. So I I I just start chucking random things at it. Like I ch- I checked like I oh so what we, de- we what we determined was anything that was metal. Uh. Non fair, non magnetic metal, non ferrous metal, or everything that was magnetic, one of the two. I can't remember what. Anything that was not like a non magnetic, non magnetic. Yeah, non magnetic because uh, like his uh, class ring was still on his, uh, was on his finger. Some metal fillings were still in because they're not metallic, or not magnetic. Right. So we determined through all the clues and stuff that through our research about that. Anything non-metallic, because other stuff that was found in the dig site was a shotgun that pretty much had everything but the wooden stock, wooden slash plastic stock, and the like all the plastic, but all the non-metal parts basically were just disappeared. They're gone. Uh-huh. All the shotgun shells that are around had the primer, the back plate, all the shot shell inside, all gone. Whereas like. What? Like, we found all these stuff that was on, like, all the metal parts was gone. We're like, what the fuck? So we're like, all right, well, let's... So we, naturally, ATF guy brought, like, a fuck down of weaponry and shit just in case. So, so I was like, yeah, give me give me a shotgun shell. And we're like, all right. So I just chuck it, chucked it at the thing, and nothing happened. Uh, we, we chucked something else at it, nothing happened. It's like, all right. And then, so then we... We look. I love the scientific method. Let's just throw some stuff at it. <laughs> and so nothing happens. So I'm like, yeah, all right. So we see a little panel. We're like, hey, I wonder if we can go inside. You know. Then I start to recognize that it's a satellite and so on. So we get a, we have like a little cutter, and so we cut. like. So the thing is, this thing is like a satellite, satellite, or just like, 
Or like that, a satellite uplink no, terminal. No, like a satellite. A satellite. Yeah. Like the Sput Sput. No, kind no, more or, like a, some super expensive, something similar to like what I've seen before. Space but station kind of. No, of like a set. Okay. Some made up like science fiction satellite thing that I've never seen before. But I, I can tell that it was it's similar to one that ones that we have, but different. So eventually, so we get we get cut open, um, and this is a key point later on. The uh, I'll tell you about it when we're in the forward. Well, well, this is a key point. Uh, so we get it cut open, and I go through. I jump in. And meanwhile, uh, the, the girl who I can't think of what her character was, she's just like, get, she's just like bored, and she's like smoking and drinking, leaning against the thing. That'll also come up. And so, so we go, um, get in, and I, I jump in. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm like, oh yeah, this is all standard NASA stuff and a weird configuration that I've never seen before, huh? So I look in the reactor, and the reactor is complete, like it had a uranium, plutonium, whatever reactor, completely dead. Which, knowing knowing what my character would have known, he's like, yeah, these plutonium reactors, they have the, or the core rather, has a half life of at least two point five million years, and then, so on top of that, active life of. Like there should have been radiation because we, you know, we checked out the entire area right. with radiation. Nothing was picking up. So it's like, if this core, how, did, if this, how is this core dead? For right. because it would have had millions and millions of years. Like so, it's like, what the fuck is going on? How is this? What? <laughs> so this <Old> is sanity. <laughs> it's right. Oh, I was losing lots of sanity. <laughs> I was. Uh, he kept making me roll sanity checks, and I was not rolling that well, brother. <laughs> Uh, so I, you know, I get back, I report that, and, um... Yeah, we've got a plutonium reactor that's got a, you know, a functioning lifespan of a couple million years. Yeah, totally dead. Yeah, nope, I know. You can come here, too. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> you can't hear that in my voice. Well, it's... we didn't report back to that. Oh, yeah, because, no, but... Yeah, I was just telling the other players, and we're like, we're like, what is going on? So then, eventually... Uh, and we had the guy's notes who could have and stuff too and then uh, so then eventually things start disappearing like you know that shotgun shot that I threw earlier sure enough same thing that happened uh, the uh, the all primer the metal, all, all the metal probes all the magnetic stuff is gone yep or non-magnetic so I, the yeah yeah and so all the like the shotgun shot everything inside the just got and so we're like huh and we realize, so we're like, oh, what the hell? And then someone's like, wait, I wonder if it's things that touch it rather than just metal. Oh, shit. Because like, we realize, we're like, well, no one else had anything metal on them, so why would the metal matter if they still end up five million years with that? So I wonder if it's just things that touch, touch it. So then I then we made the relation like oh I touched it she touched it so no uh, I I don't think Derek touched it. no I think maybe Derek touched it so we're like oh shit so then so we figure out so when we make a plan it's like okay well we have limited time obviously because things are trying to spin we don't know how much time we have because who knows space time whatever bullshit this delta green shit is this so we're like oh fuck oh fuck so we're like all right well we need to destroy this thing and maybe things will start stop happening. <laughs> So I like that. <laughs> oh, weird things are happening quick. Just burn it to the ground. Burn pretty, it all. Pretty much. And I took out the 
Uh, I took out the plutonium core from the satellite. Uh, key important thing for later. <laughs> and so then we... Uh, so, well, sure enough, the ATF agent brought a ton of thermite grenades. So we rigged them up, threw them in there, and the entire thing pretty much melted into the ground. So like, okay, I wonder if that stopped it. The girl disappears. Our girl agent. We're like, huh. <laughs> okay. So we scramble. Uh, so then we make a lot of different notes. Uh, we compare uh, the student's notes, that, or the guy who commits suicide notes. Uh, we make it, Derek makes some incredible roles, and we basically determine that this thing... Cause, and so we had some other notes from Delta Green as well about what it could be and some other stuff. So, I, so what we determined is that this thing that's happening that is already that's destroyed is already destroyed because we did this, but it's just a time loop basically. And so that things that touch it get caught in the time loop and then get sent back to the past to die, pretty much. So that's why they're showing up. Oh, okay. So there's two different time loops going that are intersecting. So we're like, oh, huh. So we determined that with a strong enough electrical charge, that would re-magnetize everything, and then the time loop would... Yeah, that was part of the... Mag- right. That's why the some metals did and didn't, because okay. some things lost its charge, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, oh, okay. So we determined that, and we're like... So, the, uh, so we realized that one of the agents has to uh, stick around to. Uh, so we did, so we did we did determine for a fact that it was things that touch and not just metal things. So we determined the agents that did. I think it was yeah. I think it was Derek, me, and the girl who disappeared. Because right. <laughs> yeah, uh, some other stuff that uh, we threw at it and bounced off it also started disappearing. Like my toolkits. My toolkit that I had down there started spinning. We're like, "Fuck! How much time do I have? I don't know." So we, so we realized that one they just gonna well, it, at this point it's between me and Derek, and Derek was like, "All right, well, let's try this on you, and if this works, then cool. We can't risk you." Uh, and then we, I you know, and then I'll just have to be disappeared, disappeared, I guess, because no one will be able to do anything about it. It's like, okay. So he, so we hook up the car battery <laughs> with the jumper cables, and we shock me, which ca- is causing me to die. <laughs> so, but Derek, being the medical doctor, he was able to revive me, so I had one health left. <laughs> All right, you're gonna feel a slight <laughs> shocking sensation. Why would the butt disab? And so everything that's going on. Um. Uh, and so then, so Derek, oh, so, De- yeah, so then Derek's character, or, so then I revive, so we, so then we determine, um, okay, no, Derek, yeah, so then we determine that, oh, uh, so, like, okay, cool, so let's wrap everything up, but, yeah, so now we have to figure, have a way, so basically we determined that it, uh, oh, that's what, that's what it was, so we determined, uh, where it doesn't st- start from here necessarily that also travels so we because we realized that stuff that the student interacted with before he got electrocuted he would touch other people who then so on and so forth like you know you shake if you shake hands and i you're now caught in the loop too 
Okay. And then things that got caught in loop and keep getting caught in loop. So the chain has to end somewhere. And so he was that, the student was the last chain, and so, but it's still going on because someone else was already there. And now we started the loop. <laughs> so that's what, that's what we determined, like, Derek's going to be the, the last guy so no one can touch him because then we just restart the loop. Like, he's the end of the line for the loop. So once we got, so then we're like, we're gonna, we have to wrap up this in a nice bow to make sure no one fucking digs up the site for a long time because then the loop will just restart. Someone will touch it because it's an excavation site, so on and so forth. Blah, blah. So then our DOG guy, DOJ guy, he uh, he comes up, he makes a bunch of bureaucracy rules and basically makes it so uh, we tell we say it's an Indian burial ground, but there's also plutonium. Remember, I grabbed the plutonium, so he just grabbed it like... I know that it's not radioactive, so no one. But they're not. The FBI is not going to be able to check it out because it's an Indian burial ground, and the amount of the Indians won't be able to do anything with it because uh, because of, and so basically we have all these official reports that no one can check out. <laughs> Brilliant power of bureaucracy, <laughs> basically. And so and so that that he ended it. Oh, and so you know, post debriefing, sure so enough, so everyone who disappeared died. Yeah. So Derek's character eventually disappears. Good. And I'm like, uh, do I disappear? Did it work? And he's like, you end up not disappearing. It, it didn't even work. Granted, you are severely hurt because you got brought back to the dead, but you did live. And then we, because we realized that the, the Department of Justice guy never touched it either, or, or didn't touch either of us. He just strictly held uh, the jumper, the, the cutter. Oh, the cutter. The laser cutter, which never made physical contact with anything he was just operating the cutter so i was like okay and the atf guy never touched any of us or any other thing he just threw grenades at <laughs> he just threw grenades and got rpg ready <laughs> and so we're like oh okay and so then that was the end of it's the session nice, it's nice when a session ends with you know not everybody get, getting killed by space math monsters well, it, and oh, so, that's what I'm trying to determine is how does the Delta Green have any agents left when you know a successful <laughs> mission involves you know over three quarters of them just dying? And so, well, and that's and that, so afterwards the the GM was like, "Wow, I've been running this all weekend because we play on Saturday." So it's like I've been running this all weekend, and uh, you guys are the first team to a figure out what's wrong and b have members surviving. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he told us that there was some variation where they figure out what's going on, but they didn't figure out the co- component of the touch of the touch aspect. So they got debriefed, and then they all just start disappearing, and they all died. <laughs> so, or like some variation there, <laughs> right? Or like they'd figure out uh, uh, the the metal part, but they didn't figure out it was by touch. So they take all the precautions against metal and stuff like that, but then things would still disappear. <laughs> wow. And so it was so it was so funny, yeah. If Brian were here, he'd tell you, his was a pretty crazy, and but but I don't remember the details, so I'm not gonna repeat it. But right, um, but yeah, it's fun time. I got yeah. To- no, again, I kind I wish uh, could have gone to to it, but um, you know, we we've, we've got a big uh, cruise coming up, so that took a lot. Oh of yeah, money. yeah, I bet. Yeah, that'd be fun. Though. Yep, it's going to be great. You know, we're taking me and Eric are taking a week off. 
work's going to have to figure out something like that. <laughs> they haven't really given us permission, but we weren't really asking. <laughs> try and bring it up again. It'll work out. It'll work out. That'll be fine. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, me and Eric right now have, like, pretty... in October. Yeah. We, 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 it is kind of funny, though, because in the back workshop, it's me, Eric, and Craig. So if the two of us leave, you know, I mean, yes, that no, is down a lot of productivity. But at the same time, we are giving them enough notice. <laughs> but that is not here nor there. That's not, yeah, that's not your problem. Um, so yeah. Anyways. Uh, we yeah. picked up a bunch of different board games. Uh, we played this stupid, and I, me, me, Carl, Brian, Derek and uh, maybe Ryan or maybe Derek did it I don't remember but we all picked it up it's called Duck Duck Go so it's Duck a, Duck Go it is this board game where it's laid out like hexes, each hex is a tile you know and so there's three buoys with uh, whatever you need to get on it so you play as a duck and how the game goes is you lay down everyone lays down their uh, I, forget what, I forget how the initiative works but you lay down your maneuver card so you have certain maneuvers that you can pick your light, your uh, angle, your your angle, and your ending angle, and so on and so forth. So you have to collect one of each buoy, and then you have to get to the middle to go down the drain to escape. It's very simple and very entertaining. Uh huh. <laughs> Maybe we should give that a go then. We could. Since it, since we're not sure if Dirk's going to be able to make up. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I don't think I've gotten any heard any messages. Uh-huh. He said he was on his way. He's, he might be a little late, but I don't know how, what that means. Yeah. So seven o'clock's a little late. Yeah. All right, uh, but anyways, I think that about covers it. Yeah. So look forward to Blackstone Fortress Tales once we get that going. I know. I know Derek said he was interested. Sam, he was interested. Uh, I'm Yain, sure as hell interested. Yeah, and was interested. So yeah. we can get a full party of eight going if we really wanted to. Because I think you're gonna have max eight. So between the heroes, and I don't know if escalation will escalate that or not, or it just gives different heroes that they can be uh-huh. mix and match. So, um, oh, if we have that, we might be able to face the amble. Oh. Full party of eight fighting the amble. <laughs> Anyways, possibly chaos uprising too at the same time. Right, amble to the front, chaos cultists <laughs> to the back. What Go do? with the chaos cultists. What do? <laughs> Um, oh yeah. shit! They brought a second one. <laughs> oh shit! The reinforced by the ogre. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so look forward to those. Uh, look, look forward to more Blood Bowl tales once we, uh-huh. you know, since I'm out of vacation time, so I'm gonna be here forever, except for really Thanksgiving. Right. Uh-huh. Although I am going to Wisconsin next week, so we'll see. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. I know traveling, having a life it sucks, but um, yeah. So I. That'll do it for this episode. Uh, happy wargaming, everybody. I'm Patrick. I'm Evan. I'm Eric. And apparently I'm out of order. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. And 